So one thing is I'm very bad at starting. That's yeah. why there's usually about 10 minutes of preamble. Why don't you say welcome to Swamp Things I Hate About You or I'm Meryl Singer. This is a special edition of my show, Swamp Things I Hate About You, but you know, it's just the, you can explain that that's weird that it's called that and that's just your name for everything, which I think we established earlier. And then you also, we established that he needs social media accounts as well. Because <laughs> uh, that's one well, thing I know th- about branding. He's not branded, even though it's fine. It's like a fine show. It's just, it's a podcast. It's cool. I, like, I, I, I am probably the biggest fan. We, uh, well, that's the thing. I might use that thing where you're just like, this is Swamp Things I Hate About You, but this is a special episode, blah, 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 blah. But I probably will cut out everything after that in, yeah. like, me explaining this. Nice, cool. Maybe. special edition of Swamp Things I Hate About You. I'm Jeff Jacobs, Green Party endorsed candidate for the 54th Assembly District in Oshkosh, Wisconsin. And I'm Meryl, the actual host, <laughs> the regular host of this show. And as you heard, yeah, this is a not regular episode. We've been having a lot of those recently, uh, and this is more of the same. Um... Yeah, so this week I am, or this episode, uh, depending on how this comes out, um, I'm interviewing my friend and, as you heard, um, district candidate? Candidate for candidate for District 54, so the Wisconsin State Assembly. It's the, the lower house of the Wisconsin State Legislature. So there's the federal house and senate, there's a state house and senate, and I'm running for the state house. Okay. <clears throat> That's the best way... To explain it, I found out after putting up my uh, signature on nomination table, <clears throat> I should have put state house instead of state assembly. Because yes, because because there's no national assembly and people don't know don't the difference. Know that yeah. Yeah. yeah, so I've had to explain a lot of what is this. I've had people walk right up, read everything I can tell, and then say, "So are you running for city council?" <laughs> well, <laughs> Which, okay, right? No, that's granted. Not, it's not their. You know, I kind of thought that might have been what you're running for. Um, but they, it's also... Very clearly written on the sign in big letters. Well, no, it's it's also just local to state government is kind of confusing. The same to people, yeah. Yeah, yeah it, no, it's, it's, kind, it's kind of knowing what's the difference between what's on the city level, what's on the state level. Right, exactly. Because because what you're running for is specifically for the the district that encompasses Oshkosh, so some people might assume that... That's that, city. Yeah. Yeah. No, that makes perfect sense. And I gamed out a run for county board before this, and probably, you know, depending on how this goes, we'll end up running for county board seat at some point in Winnebago County here. And uh, people don't understand that at all because <laughs> they just they, they spend some money, but they're not the road people, and you know they they take care of the airport. But yeah, it's really hard to keep track of, and that's part of why I'm running this because I think people don't have a real good firm view of the people who represent them. You can't see the air quotes, everyone, yeah. but represent them and. Uh, like the the number one question I get shouldn't be what is the state assembly? That's not great. Yeah, it should be why are you running? Exactly. It shouldn't be what at all is this? I have a representative. How crazy. What? What? <laughs> yeah. What, what? What is a 
So I got, actually guess that is a good question. Yeah, what sure. is a um, state assembly representative? Yeah, yep, a representative to the Wisconsin State Assembly. That's the name of the. And I made sure I learned it because of the forms. I had to put it very specifically. Uh, the title of the office is representative to the Wisconsin State Assembly, District Fifty Four. And if I get that job, I will uh, represent the Oshkosh, uh, the city of Oshkosh, uh, which is the 54th district in the state assembly. So they pass legislation. They essentially, uh, the biggest thing the state legislature does is pass a budget. Um, in Wisconsin, it's every two years. So there's a biennial budget and it's, I mean, billions and billions of dollars of our money. And they prioritize all sorts of things. And, um, and there's a lot of groups that have a lot of interest in what happens with the state budget, and I think the next one coming up is one of the most important ones because it's going to be how we deal with families and and funding and everything associated with that after the coronavirus. So hmm. that's part of why I'm running now instead of waiting to a more, I don't know, everyone thinks they can wait till an opportune time to like get involved, and there's not really ever going to be that. And speaking of that, like you, you might have just heard, uh, we do have some sound issues because because we're you're operating in this time you are taking extra precautions to keep your family safe to yes. keep your mother safe and just the people who live in your house safe mm -hmm. yeah i'll explain what i'm doing actually i um i i'm not just having a nomination signature drive i'm having a nomination signature drive in my front yard and i actually have a big like a big big tent completely decked out i have a floor in here and we've insulated it and i have a heater in here and i've been living in my yard for the last 11 days at this point um both to grab attention and to uh, keep my mom's and family's exposure to coronavirus. My mom's disabled and lives with me, and I want to keep her exposure real low. Mm -hmm. um, and so if I'm going to do something forward-facing to the community, because let me tell you, people come up and talk to me for quite a, you know, and some of them do not believe in the virus, and some of them wear masks or don't, or social distance or don't, or yell at me and tell me mean things or don't. Yeah. You know, and so it's difficult and my mom doesn't need to be exposed to everything I'm being exposed to. So that's, that's why I'm living outside. I've dubbed it camp pain, uh, cause it's my camp pain. It's funny. It's a funny camping pun. Um, yeah. the, part of what I have to do here without much money is to be real, like cute and trying to be social media savvy. Um, trying to draw, trying to draw, draw attention to myself. Yeah. Yep. To that end, I made it in the newspaper, the city newspaper, and all the local newspapers in the area, Oshkosh, Green Bay, Fond du Lac. Um, this area is called the Fox Valley, and I made all the all the, the local newspapers. It's the USA Today Network in the area, and they stopped by the first day we were here, and that's given me something to link to people as I tell them about my campaign to sort of legitimize it, and I have it as part of my display here on the table. So then this is the second media that I've done besides that newspaper article. Well, I'm glad we can we can be that. We we're independent media and we do support independent uh campaigns. Nice. Yeah. Well, you talked about that before, um previously and getting into things like that. So I was happy that I was able to involve you a little bit in this. We've tried to game out a political podcast for probably 2 years now. Um since you started getting involved in this kind of stuff at all. It's just hard to coordinate living an hour apart. Yeah. 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 Um so, yeah, I'm really enjoying myself um, out here. I am currently at 66 signatures. I need between two and 400 um, before June 1st. <clears throat> and I really have about 10 days to get this accomplished yet because I have to go back to work towards the end of the month. Yes, and we're recording this on the uh, 16th. 16th of, of May. Uh, May, yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. 16th of May, 2020. And um, I need, yeah... I need about 140 to 200 more signatures to feel secure. 240 extra minimum 
and I, I expect some of them will be challenged by the local party machines. Because you are, uh, um, yeah, you are running third party. You're running for as the Green Party candidate. Yes, yep. I'm the Green Party candidate. I'm not going to have a primary in August like the other people might, um, because I there's just no one running against me, and I've already received the endorsement. So, um, yeah. So my election's November third, and I um, expect to make the ballot. Uh, like I say, I'm not going. I'm not doing this expecting not to succeed at it. Right. Mm. I think with the weather getting nicer and the state reopening. Oh, the real good shot with passers-by and just being a little bit more aggressive about it. I, I've really tried to not take an aggressive tack and not pull people from the street during the safer-at-home order. But now that that's officially out, I, I mean, I have to do something to try to make the ballot. So. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And another thing I'm doing is, and that's part of why I'm making a big deal of it, like on my social media accounts, I've tweeted Governor Evers over and over and requested assistance through his website specifically. And I've gotten the newspaper and made a big deal of it so I can demonstrate to the state that I've made a good faith effort to try to make this work. Um, and that's in case my my candidate's committee has to be party to any lawsuits because I'm not above that. I mean, I have 66 signatures during coronavirus. I'd easily have knocked this out any other day. Oh, yeah. 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 It, it's, it, it's something it, – it's pretty much obvious to anyone during regular times if – if you were able to actually go out and yep, door to door farmers markets, exactly. there's all sorts of stuff in town. Oshkosh is Wisconsin's event city, and we're really proud of that. And and by that we mean, I mean we have a lot of specific big events, um, uh, national concerts called Country USA and Rock USA. Um, we have uh, the EAA Experimental Aircraft Association fly in, which is a big big thing mm-hmm. um, the world over for aviation enthusiasts and stuff. So isn't there isn't there a thing with that where it's just like some of the the like world's most unique planes yes. end up coming mm-hmm. to Oshkosh. Exactly. And neat people like Harrison Ford's an enthusiast and the Tuskegee Airmen were there a few years ago. So we're proud of all these events. And the reason I bring them up is because between those people and the hustle and bustle and the big, you know, the business activity that they bring normally and the 13,000 college kids that normally are here, right? Mm-hmm. It's just a different feeling than, than town normally has, right? Yeah. And, and that plus not farmer's markets, not down in the public spaces, not door to door. It's very difficult to find the residents right now that are willing to sign for me I mean, because i'm only able to ask the people as with my signs, in your in your very yeah, immediate passing area. by my home right yeah. yeah exactly so i have made uh, facebook events i've tried to talk to my local contact group the wisconsin elections commission their big thing is they they want us to to email our supporters they say this to the candidates email mm. your supporters have them print off your paper pre-filled out or fill it out themselves, uh, print it off, sign the signature part, sign the circulator part because they're technically their own circulator, and then mail it in an envelope back to you, which isn't something a regular person can expect people who aren't already members of a big yeah, political Yeah, it, it's, it's something, it's something right. that's, that's all well and good for someone right. who's already established. Right. So but... a third-party or independent candidate can only go to a pub. We, we only have the option to go to public places and ask the public for their support, to seem competent in a forward-facing way out towards the people and get them to say, this person deserves to be on the ballot. They're my neighbor and I, I want to help them. And we don't have that now, right? So the... which it, Which is already... One of the harder hardest ways to get someone on your yeah, side is yeah. approaching them as a stranger yeah. on the street, it's being like, "Can I can I talk to you about this thing?" Because most people's inherent uh, just answer is no, no, right. thank you. Uh, there's a local green in Fond du Lac um, who is like I used to be on Gordon Hintz, my opponent, um, uh, the Democrat who currently holds a seat and had no opponent last time. Uh, 
he's on his mailing list, on his email mailing list, and he emailed him the nomination papers. He could have printed them off himself and mailed it back in, just you know. So, and I took myself <laughs> off the mailing list a while ago when I got sick of Gordon Hintz, but. But uh, the point stands, it's going to be much easier for those people. They also have party apparatuses, big contact lists, the ability to rent spaces at parks. The, uh, I mean, they already, con you know, uh, can conjoin with like, uh, I think they went to the food pantry and signed for people, you know, got people to sign for them there. So they're just mm -hmm. like entrenched in the community in a way that I am not and could not become quickly during the coronavirus pandemic. Oh, yeah. Know? So that's what this is about. That's what campaign is about. I, I've been trying to just garner myself a lot of attention, do everything, you know, as well as I can and and make a real, real good faith effort to do to do this. Like I say, I'd, I'd even I'm not above. I do paid petitioning if that seemed that doesn't seem to be much of a thing in Wisconsin. It's not illegal. There's just not reputable companies. Yeah. And even if there were, think about how it would go during coronavirus. Everything's just so crazy right now. Even us being reopened. I, I thought today about not having my table down or, or you know having my brother watch it and then going down to the park, but it just still feels so bothersome to bother it, people about political stuff during a, you know, it's still a public health it's crisis. Still, it, yeah, it's still, even, even, even though things are opening back up, it still feels like it's going to be a while before things are back to normal. Normal, right. When are they going to have sports and concerts again? Yeah, exactly. Okay. And, 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 and it, it feels like we should be able to have big public events before it's it feels comfortable, even uh, before it feels comfortable to go out just in public and, and like canvas, basically. Right. Yes, exactly. Exactly. Right. And somebody even said, I actually I had a really interesting person stop by the table and he tried to sign for me and he had a pen in his hand and everything and was starting to sign as he said, it doesn't matter that I signed for another assembly candidate, <laughs> does it? <laughs> and it does. <laughs> so I had to stop him. <clears throat> but he was real nice and he said, oh, I just think everybody has a, should have a chance, blah, 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 blah. And then as he was walking to his car, he said, you know, sporting events when things open up will really be a good good thing. And I'm like, I have to do this by June 1st. And he's like, oh man, that's terrible. He said, I got a lot of the signatures for Ron Johnson when he ran. Which is other the Republican senator who's from Oshkosh here right, okay. when he ran initially, um, and I've had that as a theme. Sort of a lot of conservatives, you know, maybe they're trying to wreck the Democratic Party and they believe in the spoiler stuff too. But some of those these people seem to you know just believe in democracy on both sides, just in a real genuine way, and think that if you know the party they support, they're probably still not going to vote for me. Some of the people who signed, but they they believe in democracy enough that they think their person should shine through if I'm able to debate them. And so then it's fair for me to be part of the process. And so, I mean, I really like well, that people it's... are treating it that way. So yeah, that guy, he had some advice, but it wasn't helpful. Coronavirus advice. He had done this in not coronavirus times. But he, he, if I, if I'm getting this right, he kind of pointed out the issue with, with America's two party system, where it's just like, you have two parties, but that kind of just, limits the views that they can have right. it, yep. it doesn't it doesn't lead to a like multi faceted viewpoint where right. where multiple it and it discourages people having strong viewpoints or independent exactly. viewpoints or really in-depth things that don't mesh with each other in the classic way where it were like um you were saying to me uh off mic where it's how uh bernie sanders is running in the same party as um what the, were you a VP before? from Golden Sachs. Exactly. Yeah. yeah exactly. It's ridiculous that has to happen because there is as, only two parties. Right? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's the whole thing of um, 
Exactly. Yeah, there's right. only two parties. Yeah. And I was saying that to several people. I mean, I was just speaking to a man today, and I, I made a point that was similar to that, which is that, you know, a lot of the things that we've accepted as normal because we have a two-party system aren't really normal. My example I've been giving people is a union member at from Oshkosh, Wisconsin, who's happy that he's in his union and it's, he can see the benefits and he doesn't think they're lazy. You know, he doesn't buy any of that stuff. He's a union proud, union strong mm-hmm. type guy, but he's also religious and he's and he's pro life for whatever reason. Now, I'm I'm not a you know pro life. What people mean when they say they're pro life, I'm whatever. But the point is, this man shouldn't have to be in one. He shouldn't have to pick. But in America right now, he has to pick. He has to yeah. choose whether his religion is more important than his paycheck or his working class solidarity or whatever, you know. And and, and that's and, not reasonable. There should yeah, because, be more Yeah, because parties. unfortunately when it when it comes down to it with with the idea of religion where, where it, it, picking between your religion or your current working yeah, condition. Yeah, exactly. It's not reasonable choice for a man to have to make and he's going yeah. to choose eight out of ten of those people still you know do their union stuff and then they still vote republican you know and i don't think we should a to cede that ground on the religious thing on the left but also just the whole system needs to go out maybe with the bathwater. like you know that man deserves to be able to say i'm an independent and have it be normal and proud I, even the green party thing some people are asking why i chose to be in the green party right well one thing is, even if I wanted to be a Democrat, and I was a Democratic activist for a long time, you you know me a long time. Mm-hmm. I was an Obama campaign volunteer. I was a Bernie Sanders campaign volunteer. I knew you in high school when you were getting harassed for John for, Kerry yeah, stuff. For John oh my Kerry. God! I moved to Wisconsin and thought I would be cool with my John Kerry stuff because I was finally up north. Ooh, you you I moved was, to the wrong I county. Moved to the wrong county, right? So I moved to Washington <laughs> County, Wisconsin, at Hartford and West Bender, not having it at all. So, so I had a rough time, but you know, I, I also was the Washington County Democratic Party Youth Chairman, and I um, worked on a sheriff's campaign, and worked on a congressional campaign, and did a bunch of stuff through high school, and then I worked on Obama's campaign when I was 18, um, and I voted for Gordon Hintz twice. I lived here since I was 21. I, he's the local Democratic candidate, so mm-hmm. I just voted for him. Um, but, just vote down party yeah, lines. Yeah, just vote down party lines. But... The further I got into, you know, being a grown-up and realizing that the Democratic Party was tricking people who believe good things, who believe in gay rights, who believe in union rights, who believe in trans rights, who believe in, you know, what, take your pick on things that are progressive issues. There's this one big giant, giant box we're herded into, mm-hmm. right? And it's a more complicated box than the conservative box. Conservatism's gist is government doesn't work. Watch us prove it, right? And it's easy. <laughs> yeah. It's easy to do that, and I, you know, I literally I could game out a much easier path to a nomination, local political career if I just was a Republican. You know what I mean? Oh just yeah. Just how it is. Because it's, it's easier it's, to explain the ideas. Exactly. Yeah. That that's that's a that that is a realization I've been coming to as I've just gotten older. Is just like the right wing, it, it, like you're saying, is just a simpler thing to explain while right. while. The the left wing, the Democratic, specifically Democratic Party, tries to kind of be everything to so many different everything people. else, right. and then you end up with a party that has several members of the what I call, and a lot of people on the left call, the professional managerial class, and and those people, I mean, I've had them explain to me. I had a friend who was a who was a delegate to the um, 2016 for Bernie Sanders to to Philadelphia, I think it was, and and someone explained to him who was a Hillary Clinton delegate, that you guys think that you're, that you're, you know, shareholders in this party and it's, and you all get a vote, but we're directors, we're the corporate directors in this party. The P, and he was like a committee member, a super delegate at the time. Mm-hmm. And he had a, he had a, 
The issue is that he had a stronger vote. The delegate, super delegates, had stronger votes than the regular delegates, which didn't make any sense. Yeah. And and they got rid of that a little bit for this time, at least in the first round or something. But uh, the person's point was, we're yeah, we're like an executive board. We're all you know, we're all individual department heads of an executive board. I'm the committee member from yada yada place in Indiana, and that's important. And I'm, but all these people, like I say, professional managerial class, they're real estate agents, they're business owners, they're lawyers, they're largely lawyers. There's all these. I mean, they're not even. You'd hope they're teachers and and you know, public educated and union activists and and people with some with some variety of experience and, and life connect connection to our regular society. And no, they're all the same people. They're just like Gordon Hintz. Gordon Hintz is my opponent. He's a democratic person. He's very entitled. He's been in town his whole life, just sort of failing upwards. I mean, maybe he was good in high school. I mean, I don't know much about that. The only, (laughs) the only input I've had from him, from anyone who knows him in high school was a lady walk up and say, I don't want to talk about politics. I just want to say this. I went to high school with Gordon Hintz, and I don't vote for him. And she signed my paper, right? So I've also heard he's wrong. I've wow. heard a few weird things like that. I heard today from uh, a what, neighbor. Wait, was it was it really just just, just that that, that quick of an interaction? Mm-hmm. That's <laughs> because weird. because I was There's here today, and we like and him. and you were talking for a guy for maybe half an hour, forty five minutes, yes. and throughout the whole interaction, it was a fairly positive interaction. Yes. Um. And actually, I'd say it. It was um a wholly positive interaction. Yeah, I had a good time. Um. It was um, it was actually fairly inspiring. Just just seeing someone who, who you guys, especially right off initially, um, might not have have uh agreed on something. But since you were doing this, since you were out campaigning, since you were trying right. to literally meet your consist constituency, connect with them, you're you are more open to hearing someone than than a regular person on the street oh, would sure. be. Yeah. And and it it was kind of amazing to hear that because oh, that's a, nice. as a as someone just listening, at first I was ready to completely write him off, but by the end of your conversation with him I I was it was a thing where it's just like I do more understand where you're coming from. Yeah. I may not still fully agree, but I do understand your side and, and why why you're talking about that and he did end up signing for you and right. that was which is nice because yes. some of the people some of the people take quite a bit of my time and they don't sign and that's very difficult um one more than one person has actually taken up more than an hour of my time made very clear to me that i'm hellbound and not signed i might have made that joke before like a joke it's not i mean it's not a joke it's not <laughs> it's not cool so if you ever stop by a person who's trying to gather signatures everyone uh, I encourage you to sign their paper. Give them a piece of your mind then. I've had, you wouldn't believe the sort of conversations I've had with people in the last 11 days. Lonely people. Even even just, just the just one the conversation one I was, was I was witness to today right. was was very interesting and very eye-opening just, just to the fact that if we were generally more open to people, if we were more open to see from, from other people's sides, we probably wouldn't have that attitude of that, that, Us that kind of them. Like there's yeah, two teams. Exactly. So that, that otherism. We, we'd yeah. see that we generally do have more in common than we don't. Exactly. Yeah. And there's because, a lot of things where people have, there's overlap. Like with the green party, I'm explaining that there's more overlap with conservatives, with civil liberties, decentralization, local government control, that sort of thing. Hmm. Um, and, and even, you know, the second amendment, like I'm, I'm for, 
you know, like Democrats say, the common sense gun reforms. But I have a very nuanced, complicated position on, 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 on I think marginalized communities need to be armed. And I think people in general should, you know, become become well-versed with firearms, and protect their families to the you know, way they see fit. There's there, than most people on the left, but, you know. That's definitely a thing where it's just like, if people are going to own guns, being better educated about firearms isn't going to hurt people. Mm-hmm. Lots of Americans are going to own guns too. Is the thing, mm. just a big part of our culture. I grew up in Georgia. Yeah, there's some area. There's it's definitely some areas of the country yeah. where where you do need guns. There's some areas of the country where guns are a definite recreational part. Right. But so it's even here's like that. It's a yeah. big recreational part of our. Oh yeah, this whole state. Culture, yeah. Everyone goes up north in the fall and goes hunting. Right. Yeah, it's weird in school. Yeah, <laughs> I I love seeing stuff online of just like. Oh, I didn't realize that that we're just from the fucking country, and other parts other parts of, of the United States don't just take off school to go hunting. Nope, they sure don't. They do not. They do not. Nope. But uh, well, and some parts of the country would, but it's just not necessary for the way it times out. But yeah, yeah. No, it's 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 an interesting thing. This is a very interesting place, and I'm finding that. Everybody has a whole different set of stories and life experiences, which is obvious, right? But when you see it and hear it and feel it for 11 days out in your yard, you really notice it. And then a lot of people's political positions are really nuanced. Like I say, the only people who've really gotten to me are the coronavirus truther people. That's what I've dubbed them. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a certain subset of people who think the virus is you know, BS and Fox News this and that. And they and they wag, they'll wag their finger right in my face. You know, and that's difficult for me. <clears throat> it's difficult for me because they're also not masked up, not caring enough probably to, you know, um, properly wash properly their hands. Wash their hands. Yeah. They never sign my paper and waste my time, and they're not properly socially distanced. <laughs> so, so it, it, yeah, it, <laughs> so it's kind of, it's kind it's of like a thing where... It's risk without the upside. Yeah. Exactly, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's, like, it's like, if you're going to put me in danger, could you at least sign my paper? Yeah, I really, I can't emphasize that enough. I've, I've taken a lot of abuse from people, and... Because... I don't know if I don't know if we said this or not, but if you are hearing this and you are in the forty uh, fifth district, fifty fourth, fifty fourth district, you're an Oshkosh, Wisconsin resident. Even if you're an Oshkosh, Wisconsin resident who like lives here most of the year and is just home right now because of coronavirus, if you're one of the thirteen thousand college kids that will vote here in the fall and has a residence in town that you still get mail to, if there's any way that you know anyone in town that might be willing to either come by campaign. Uh, my campaign, which is at 712 Merritt Avenue in Oshkosh, Wisconsin, uh, area code uh, 54901. If if someone would be willing to come here, or I could go to them anywhere in town. I've I've done a lot of trips like that too. Mm. I've gone to them. I've done curbside signature pickup. I will not keep any record of their address if they give it to me. Um, and there's lots of ways they can get a hold of me to let me know. Um, like my email address is vote Jeffrey Jacobs J E F F R E Y. So uh, vote Jeffrey Jacobs at gmail.com. Um, they can message the Jeff for Wisconsin Facebook page. Um, Jeff, the number four, Wisconsin. Jeff, the number four, Wisconsin. Yeah, Jeff for Wisconsin.com. Um, or, um, yeah, and send in a message too. That's probably the quickest way. I also have a phone number. People can, um, people can dial uh, 920-266-2260. And for the next 10 days, I'm answering, I'm answering, I'm not screening that number at all. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> but, but, um, but so yes, just signing it isn't necessarily 
Yeah, uh, I... An indication of support, right. Exactly. That's a good thing to mention. It, so. it is just something to... You need the these amount of signatures to get onto the ballot. Right, it's a minimum signature requirement. Um, every office is different. The Winnebago County Register of Deeds um, uh, needs, uh, I think, 500. Um, and I know that because I had a person come up and, and trade some papers with me and leave some on my table mm-hmm. to sign a local candidate. Um, shout out to him. Shout out to Seth Reed. Um, so Seth Reed, yeah, he's like, no, he's a nice guy, and and I, I, uh, he's a local data entry management expert, and doesn't really think the Winnebago County Register of Deeds should have to choose a political party. And he's yeah, right. It's, it, it's, it, it, it feels like you know what a, that is? Um, it's land use titles and such. Yeah, it doesn't feel like it should be a partisan. <laughs> no, uh, no, 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 no. It's a like position. it's like when coroners are uh, are partisan. Oh, also sheriffs are. Yeah, that, that's elections. always been the weirdest thing, Very is strange. sheriffs are elected p- officials. Even them of... being elected, that's not that weird because of the history of parts of the country. The fact that it's partisan. The mm-hmm. fact that it's partisan is off the chain. I, I can't believe it. Coroners are also super weird. It's just like, mm-hmm. every you place should just be a them, doctor, Every right? place isn't. Uh, n- now, uh, a lot of places, I think the local community here has gotten rid of its local coroner and gone with a medical examiner. Okay. And, they're allowed, and, that, and that's that a, is, that is a doctor. Yeah. You have to, yeah, it's not an elected official. It's, it's, not, ju- the local it's board not just a feller who's good at better, cutting yeah. up bodies. <laughs> yeah, it's way better. So, um, But yeah, so people can people can contact me and... Um, it's been, re- I mean, it's been really hard. I'm, I'm making some progress. I've had one person come and um, circulate twelve signatures. I had another person able to circulate three or four. I talked to, like I said, my local group of contacts, which netted me roughly fifteen, something like that. And then the rest of the world, people who walked up here. So, um, you know, sixty-six isn't two hundred, but it's not ten. You know, sixty-six during, especially during a crisis, since right? today or yesterday was the first. Um, First official day of like of the, being open, right? Uh, of yeah, the, uh, of Wisconsin's lockdown being open. Yeah, that's not bad. No, no, I mean, there's a real chance. I have uh, several people who have papers out. My sister, um, my sister's uh, significant other has papers now. Um, so there's there's some stuff that can come back. I have uh, one of the the guy today you were talking about the inspiring conversation. Yeah, I so appreciate you saying that. By the way. Um, he he seems like he might bring back some people and knows lots of people in town, right? Mm-hmm. And so yeah, there's a chance there's a chance that I that I'm gonna make the ballot. Like I say, I I'm gonna sue either way. I, I it sounds a little bit like it feels whiny to say right, but like really this is it's more about the point of it, right? The, yeah, this is I this almost, is an unreasonable expectation to expect people to gather this many signatures during a pandemic. Exactly, and this it was should only be a thing where where maybe they postpone an election like this or. Right. Well, they allow they open up they open up um, the system a little bit. Yeah. yeah. Well, my preferred is the way other states did it, and that's what was hard with me about the way the Wisconsin Election Commission, the state of Wisconsin, the Evers administration have dealt with this. Um, and it's essentially the state legislature's fault because the Wisconsin Elections Commission is only a regulatory body that isn't allowed to make like structural changes to election law. Right. So it's on the Wisconsin state legislature. Right. Which is why I'm trying to become a member. But essentially, what other states did, like. Um, my preferred is e-signatures, right? It could even keep the same number, but just e-signatures. Now, uh, that was even quoted by the Wisconsin Elections Commission when they had their emergency meeting about it. Um, and one of the Republican members of the commission said, well, what if people sign twice? We can't guarantee people won't sign twice. I'm sorry. People can get loans with e-signatures. 
people can get all I can sign away most of my life oh, yeah. with an e-signature, right? You can they, get yourself in so much debt with an since we were kids. Like I can't even remember when that started, but it's been a thing for a minute it's now. It's pretty much right? been as soon as you could. Right, exactly. Yeah, it was just X's in nineteen ninety five code. Right. So like yeah, you know what I mean? So yeah. so the idea that this isn't something that we can secure and get people I mean, people should have this right anyway. I shouldn't have to make face-to-face contact with someone. It's the future. It's 2020. I don't know what any of this is about, you know? So, okay. You should be able to send a drone that shoots a hologram. (laughs) I think we should have universal registration at birth and have people have to opt out at 16 if they want to opt out of the system and make some sort of a point. That's similar to the the situation Australia has, and they have 95% participation in their elections. And yeah, or then they have or working even... class policies passed. They have a really high minimum wage. They have a social safety net. They have reasonable environmental policy. There's certain things that when you have a bunch of people, you know, because who doesn't participate? People who can't afford to. People who are too and stressed to. People think about this. from a position of scarcity. Australia was a country th- founded by thieves. Wow, that's <laughs> not relevant. But that's one of the things I hate about you. So it's got to be <laughs> <laughs> gotta be a pile of jokes uh, with you no, i told you once we get near the ending i'm gonna start getting punchier yeah 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 Word. You, did, you did tell me that um um but so so yeah um up? what are what would you say are your positions what my positions? so i have several positions that i um have chosen to emphasize now the thing i want to say about those positions is um they're not an extensive, exhaustive list of everything I believe. One of my big things I want people to understand is politicians are lying to you when they say, I'm both well-versed and passionate about 40 or 50 or 100 or 200 things. It's just not reasonable, right? We all get in for a few issues, for a few reasons, or because we're part of, I mean, I think some of the party people get in because the team thing, but... Well, um, it's it's just, think about yourself in your regular life. You may know like casually a hundred things but there's probably if you really think about it 20 things that you really actually passionately know and and in if you're in even then that's kind of even then that's pushing it right really for most people and so what i've done here um uh i have on my website like i say the website's jeff for the number four wisconsin.com I encourage people to go there to donate you to my got campaign. That? I got that. Do- yeah, exactly. That's actually that is cool. Yeah, I agree. that is surprising. Yeah, I agree too. I agree. And and the thing is too, I was happy about it. So one of the biggest things I'm proudest about of this whole thing is finally I come up on Google in a reasonable way. So for years, Jeff Jacobs is like the most common name in the world. Literally, oh. bro. Even if you put in Jeff Jacobs State House, it takes you to a Democratic primary candidate in Illinois in 2016. I'm not even kidding, right? It's and I've always had well, this problem, right? Who was who was Jeff Jacobs that was just all right oh he was the religious he's a singer he's a gospel singer okay he's a doctor jeff jacobs okay you will treat him with respect he's oh yeah no no dude he's just all right <laughs> yeah he's just all right he's excellent i've he's always loved him just all right um so so there's jeff jacobs all over literally all over you wouldn't believe it like it's crazy i mean so now when you talk, i i kind of would believe that up, jeff jacobs Merrill, are all over Merrill singer okay so <laughs> okay so listen <laughs> um uh, now when you type in Jeff Jacobs, Green Party, my articles come up. That's awesome. I know. I know. I'm super happy about it. I'm really, really proud of myself. And so being in the newspaper was one of my dreams, and I dreamt it when more people read the newspaper. I actually had that <laughs> thought when the newspaper came out, like, boy, if this was 1998, I'd really be cooking with Crisco. You know what I mean? Oh, well, I have so okay. many people well, here now. Everyone, everyone so many eyeballs it. on so this piece. So many people would have read it. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. So, um, so anyway, um, 
So I have jeffforwisconsin.com, and I've released slowly on social media, and it's been on the website. There are a few issues that I have, maybe three, um, that I'm going to make into planks that I put up the same way, the ones I'm going to mention here now. Um, and those are uh, one save the bees, just in a real like dramatic way. I mean that, right? That, it, that yeah, no, that's a big that's one, a right? hard that that's a hard thing to be opposed to, right? I am I am currently drafting in the process. My campaign team is drafting a very very respectful and more in depth than the initial one that I had. LGBT plus um, platform plank that includes um, something specific about conversion therapy because I think that's important to be very clear. Mm-hmm. Um, I learned through talking to people that that's important to to a lot of people in that community. It's an important issue important that, issue. that, that so needs to be That's addressed. not currently on my website, but I don't want anyone to, to feel like it's not one of my important issues. Mm-hmm. Um, Definitely. Uh, besides that, I also... Um, I also... Um, am going to make a platform plank about... Um, Ownership of your data, it's like an Andrew Yang thing, but mm-hmm. it's the idea that we all generate a lot of data that companies make a lot of money on all the time. Oh, yeah. Um, and people should either be able able to opt out of uh, getting that data collected or make some money off of it. Mm-hmm. That That is a... That is um, a thing I've been thinking about for a while, just just as... Just the idea of metadata. Yes. Every everyone accumulates. Just being a being a person who's active online, you accumulate metadata. Yeah, we're all actually creating a bunch of data profiles for a bunch of companies all over the mm-hmm. world all the time that allow those companies more insight into the sort of things we like, and they can read us like a book. You know, basically, if we started Facebook fresh, they'd have us figured out in two weeks. It's, it's um. Not- you know. Well, I can't remember where I read it, but it it, it might have been on Reddit. It might have been on Reddit. <laughs> um, but uh, it, it's basically um, someone was saying where it's most online products that are free. Yeah, is because we they're they're gathering data sure. off of us. Absolutely. We we are the reason why they're making yep. money because yep. they're and even it's like even Reddit's that way, but Reddit. Um, Reddit made the foolish mistake of um, keeping its users anonymous, so it's harder to actually use that data that they collect sure, on them. Sure, that's fair. Um, As so opposed yeah, that, to things like Facebook, like Facebook, we have a friend who um, le- who likes to stay anonymous online and believes that staying anonymous online is something that is an essential right of being online. Right. And he's had a lot of trouble with Facebook because oh God, of that. Because so meant, so because much. it's just like, oh no, Facebook requires a real a realistic name. Right. Well, there's other problems with that, uh, like trans people who change their name. Exactly. And stuff and yeah. Whatever. So anyway, so that's just a small like that's actually a real side um, part of my platform. I didn't mean to get on a tangent about. I, I just mentioned that, that, there's a few. Th- sorry, that's more me. I oh, no, I, sure. I have a lot of weird no 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 ideas about data. Yeah no, and that's important. And I think, but the thing is, what I'm trying to do is get people to think about that at all. Mm-hmm. Right. So it, it is do, a thing that people don't yeah. think about is is just how much data yeah. every day is being collected on them. I'm I'm of a weird sort where I kind of want to be able to see my data. I want to see what infor- what what their information says about me. Oh really? I want to see what what and what that's they... almost never going to end up what happens. Oh like, no, no it sucks. What, even if it sucks so bad, it still won't be how it works because that's going to because that puts an onerous you know uh, gathering requirement on the companies and Go- whatever. Uh, yeah, so. it, it's a thing where Google would never show me what they think I am. No, certainly not. 
So, um, and then I'm also have a, I also have one I'm developing about scams. Um, I, I worked for a company that, uh, captioned telephone calls for the hard of hearing. And so I've listened in without getting anything personal because all that stuff's very private. Mm-hmm. Um, there is just a lot, of, there is a lot of scams on our older senior citizen community in this country. Oh, definitely. And they, and, they, and some of those people are just lonely and that's all, that's the only, I mean, some of them, I even think know it's scams and still go through the whole rigmarole. Yeah. Yeah. And the reason they do that is because, um, is because they want someone to talk to so bad. Some of them also, I mean, people are just not not of the times right now and not thinking people are going to scam them and they're kind-hearted. There just needs to be more protections for those people. So I have platform planks I'm in working on in those like three or four issues. Mm-hmm. My other issues, my most important issues, are on my website. And those are, in, in no particular order, um, state-level preparedness. So um, I don't think uh, state, local, federal governments at all prepared for this sort of a crisis. Now, mm-hmm. I've gotten all the different information about coronavirus from people, right? And even if someone was to say the virus isn't real, the virus is, you know, dot, 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 insert opinion here, right? They still shut down the economy. Yeah. There's still 33 million people without jobs. They still, we need plans for crazy things that could happen, for things we know that could the, happen. The way- Fauci has spent his whole career you know, waiting to do these speeches. He knew this could happen. It's the, it's the whole thing of less like, so even if this isn't real, the way we reacted to it isn't good for for the for the way we've set up this country. Right. No, it's crazy. And it's because we don't expect bad things to happen. So state-level preparedness, and when I say state-level, I'm running for the state assembly. That's what I can do, right? Yeah. So um, I think recent times levels of government have shown really an ineptitude in planning for high-level emergencies, and I advocate extensive preparedness for that. Um, another issue is a ban on corporate money. The Jeff Wisconsin Assembly campaign and the committee to elect Jeff Jacobs is committed to accepting no financial support of any kind from corporate entities or corporate PACs. Um, I think the domination of big money over our public institutions is a real negative. And so that I is, encourage people to come and you know donate some money because it's the only money I'm going to get. There's no That is very yeah. reasonable. The, I, I do think um, – I can't remember what it's exactly called, but the um, – the movement to treat corporations as people, I do think, was an overall detriment. Citizens United, the, the yes. Supreme Court case, Citizens United, right, and that's a big. That's a big. Uh, it's in the Green Party platform is to compl- to overturn that decision through new laws, right? There. I didn't even know that. Right, no, it's a big. It's a big deal. Um, uh, and Democrats say that they want it gone and they just want it to be how it was, which was still corporate money. They, you know, and yeah. Gordon Hintz might say, I don't take lots of whatever. Here, I've seen your, your filings. It's real estate people. It's business owners. So, it's, and I, even that, like people say, well, shouldn't the local restaurant owner be able to help a local? Co-? Sure, he should out of his pocket. I Certainly. Feel, uh, so I feel like a lot of people just kind of want it, like especially Democrats, they just kind of want it to go back to the 90s when Seinfeld was the most popular fucking show on TV and Bill Clinton could do no wrong. The early 90s, sorry. <laughs> and... Yeah. um. And it's just like, yeah, everything was going great. America was in a boom again. I think that's what when people are craving to go back to something stable, they're they're kind of craving to go back to a weird four or five years that but we everyone had. has. But everyone also has a different because there's young people who are craving the Obama years, which were yes. not stability. They I mean, they, they, they the seem Clinton stable years, compared like, to now. Even but the Clinton years, it's like was the '90s Clinton or was the '90s the internet? Like, let's be honest here. You exactly, know what I mean? yeah. And, and he, and, in a lot of ways, and, governed sorry, as Sorry, can I add a little Swamp Thing flair to this? Sure. The internet was Al Gore. Boom! 
because of those tubes and stuff, am I right? Yeah, he certainly... Uh... Oh, but back to your actual serious point. Well, now you bring up Al Gore, and Green wants to just rattle on about, about Nader and how, and how he's blamed for all this, about all this, uh, you know, he's blamed for the spoiler effect, but Al Gore could not carry his home state of Tennessee. <laughs> so, talk to me about what Ralph Nader spoiled wait, the election. Wait, 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 wait. Al Gore is from the South. Al Gore is, was a senator from Tennessee, Cass, just like his daddy. But he yeah. talk he talks so, like a southern lawyer. Trust me. I suppose so. Yeah. Trust me. I guess he <laughs> trust just me. Kinda, I know. <laughs> he's gonna talk kind of slow. That's him trying to have like a really um dignified speech pattern and like a lawyer lawyerly speech pattern and it comes out like a robot <laughs> anyway but yeah like i said before the more the longer we go on the more distracting i'll no, be that's fine um community driven economics i'll just read this one state legislatures state legislators must increase their focus on the financial well-being of their constituents especially in times of great crisis um i advocate for a wisconsin specific statewide universal basic income program to be developed um, this will provide consistent income to Wisconsin residents regardless of economic developments or emergency events. I also support strong worker rights protections, car check laws, and the repeal of right to work. So the UBI thing is an interesting spin for a left-leaning candidate's campaign. Mm-hmm. I was big into Andrew Yang, um, uh, pre-Biden endorsement, but mostly because I've been a big universal basic income fan for a long time. Some people on the left call it the guaranteed minimum income, and some are against it altogether like it's a weird... Um, like it's a weird libertarian pipe dream, right? And well, I, I always feel like it's a good human defense against corporations, um, because eventually most jobs are going to move to automated being entirely, automated, right? Yeah, and some of that much, much quicker than people realize. Oh yeah, um, um, there are already in America entire routes, truck routes being done with automated trucks, you know, in Nevada. Um, there's, oh, I didn't know about that. Oh That's yeah. That's actually really, running. because, um, I remember, um, I can't remember if it was some, uh, documentary I watched about electric vehicles or some article I read. Mm-hmm. Um, but they mentioned that it's just like, um, one of the bigger things that, that could help with just lowering greenhouse gases is a larger switching to, um, not only electric, um, like uh, like long haul trucking, switching those mm-hmm. to electric vehicles, but also making those self driving, right? Because uh, blah blah blah, something about self driving cars generally having better um, like like mileage. Every bit of the mileage is better. It's not stop. There's no there's no human error. Stop and start. The yeah. gas is perfectly applied. If a, the thing yeah, is, there's the whole thing. If every car on the road was a self driving right. car, oh my god, it'd be yeah. so fucking. Well, efficient. it's not even. Well, the thing is too, it's gonna. Be, there's a natural trajectory for us to move our technology forward in our society, and I don't think that's necessarily bad. And as you know, as a business owner before, and I can scale my mind up to imagine being a part of a big business owner. And it's really you can't even blame these people for automating their. You know, you want to be mad, and Trump might want to say, "We'll make them not automate the trucks. We'll just tell them what's what." It doesn't make any sense if you could have a, a you know, a, a machine a operate twenty four hours, hours yeah. a day, never get DUIs, never make bad decisions. It'll help human sex trafficking. There's a million reasons why. Actually, yeah, there, it's there's, not necessarily it, bad, especially if you're the company. Oh yeah. That's hiring them, and so, but but imagine like I think it's it's um, over forty states, maybe it's forty five. Was one of Andrew Yang's talking points was um, uh, 
in in a lot of states, most states, the number one job for a male who doesn't have a college education is a truck driver, right? So imagine mm-hmm. a world in 20 years where there just aren't truck drivers. So there's not those men having decent jobs. There's not those men having the family stability that comes along with that. Those men are what at home on opiates. They're not – I mean people derisively say learn to code, right? And they mean – those people should be retrained. There, but it, they don't. Yeah, they, you get. Yeah, I'm not even gonna speak because to that, because that's like, an absurd it, well, suggestion. I can I can say something to that where it's just like the learn to code thing. It's just like there's literally people like I'm one of them where it's like numbers aren't. I'm not the best with numbers, right. especially in my head. It's, it's something like coding is an extremely daunting task right. where, um. What's my point? It's 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 like you're saying. It's not exactly that, but it is. The thing still... is, those men should get to choose what the hell they want to spend their lives anyway. And, yeah. You know, and they and they they chose to be truck drivers as opposed to factory workers, which are also getting. You know, we could talk about that for days. Each yeah. Job. That, that, that's but, another thing. But that's they chose really it because of the freedom, on. right? So my point is, uh, part of the idea with the UBI is we have to have a a, a system that's going to go through dramatic changes just because we have a system that's going through dramatic changes. So those people are going to have to decide to learn to code or decide to open this business or decide to do this. You know, they're going to have to do something. The idea with the UBI is a base level of income for people. So to people get don't it, have to, right? to yes. basically have all that stress of, exactly. of imagine, how am I going to support myself while I'm trying to right. get into this new career, get it, not even maybe get into this new career, but get into a career. Yep. Or, or I've got a new career. And I need the – I should probably live in a house and be showered for it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And so... <laughs> yes, yes. I, I, should have, I, sure. I, I should have the crazy idea of being able to have a job and have shelter. Yes, yeah. So the idea that um, the idea that this is something people can't – you know, that we can't afford or that society is not ready for. I mean, UBI is catching on all over the world. Mm-hmm. Um, there's test trials being done all over and it's very, well, very Well, just promising. this whole crisis is this kind of crisis, forcing exactly. the matter. The, this whole crisis is really illustrating to people how helpful it would be if every American, uh, regardless of income, was just t- getting a thousand dollars already. I'll tell you what, for my own, um, my own just personal, mm-hmm. um, there's a word for it and I cannot remember it, but for just for my own, my own self, my own personal self, I'll tell you that the um, perspective, my perspective, yeah, yes. the the rebate that I got was good. It supplemented. The income I, I was losing from having not even law, not even like no hours, but just restricted hours. Sure. Right. But I can't imagine someone who was working no hours losing losing their entire right. forty hour well, a week income. On top of that, we have a, a patchwork system in every state, and I'm part of why I'm running this to update Wisconsin to make sure it's the best in the country. But we have a patchwork a patchwork system of fifty individual unemployment systems. Mm-hmm. So a lot of people were have been waiting for you know. Weeks. weeks and weeks and weeks. Yeah. I know someone. I mean, in this state, I know someone down in Racine. I met recently. Um, they're a friend of mine online, and they've called over five thousand times to the unemployment line. My mom has been calling for weeks to my little sister to help her just to get through because it's going to be mostly not getting through. And she finally got through, and the person told my little sister uh, they can't help her. She needs some other paper. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, it's it's just not. I mean, when and when I say it's a patchwork of systems, some of the states have very antiquated technology, literally like. I mean, tapes and stuff, like old style computers. Tapes or just even as amazing as a fax machine is, it's a system we don't necessarily need anymore when when everyone, not everyone, but most people have a camera, a high definition camera in their pocket. Right. 
Yeah. So we have a lot of we have a lot of things where the the federal government doesn't demand that states hold really any standards as far as their technology and their systems, and then that's just one of the many reasons states don't have a lot of incentive to like prepare for things and to spend the money on things that aren't problems yet, mm-hmm. right? And so that's part of the idea with the UBI, the the $1,000 freedom dividend that Andrew Yang supported. Or my idea uh, is probably going to be called the um, the Wisconsin Residents Investment Credit, the RIC. And um, uh, my brother helped me name it. I'm pretty proud of it. It's, it's... going to be around $400 a month. That's my idea because um, I still want a national UBI. But I think that the state of Wisconsin should be helping people. I think if they were already giving us just some help, just some help, just some assistance, and people who don't need it, they'll say they don't need it. Donate it to charity. You know, bless it, your heart. It's a, it, it it's it's a thing where, especially something like that, four hundred dollars a month. It isn't a any kind of incentive not to work at all. Exactly. Yep. It's just it's half a, thi- a car. It's, it's a thing a where it's just issue. like yep. if you were just getting it, it's just like, yeah, no, I'll just put this in the bank. Mm-hmm. I'll or I'll. Reinsert it into the economy. Yep. I'll get a. I'll Most get a people nice... will have a fresh tire and go out to eat a little more. And exactly. There, yep. There's no downside to the government helping. It. And the idea with with UBI is, it's it's universal. Or, it's not or, dependent or... on how much you know. Most welfare is means tested, right? Mm-hmm. Which which leads to animosity with people who are right above the line, or even people who are wealthy and just don't get help from that. That's all. Okay. So that's part of the idea with UBI. So, so everyone gets it, and Bill Gates gets to donate his. John Menard in Wisconsin gets to donate his. That right. that's that, exactly that's been my thing where it's just like when people when when the um the the rebate started coming out where people were just like mm, some people that are gonna have too much money are gonna get it it's just like people with too much money twelve hundred dollars doesn't mean jack Anything. shit to them <laughs> while yeah. yeah while even me where I'm just like I'm not super rich but I'm not I'm not I'm not even regular rich. Right, yeah. I'm just like not fucking dying in a ditch. Right. I'm which is the new bar in yeah. America, which is really great. Yeah, isn't <laughs> yeah. it? But you know, um, we've been like ramen noodle, like we've been ramen noodle oh, yeah, living in the dude. same house. Yeah, we've been poor for in parts of our life. Yeah, I mean, I was homeless for a while and as a youth, and I mean, I think you like helped feed me. Like <laughs> we had weird okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Um, we've been, so, yeah, we've been friends a long time. Yeah. So I have some other platform points I wanted to run over quick. So, um, I I named that the UBI thing. I call it community driven economics. I'm also for the complete and total legalization of marijuana, um, and to a much higher, de- I mean, to a degree that Gordon Hintz is not. Um, I support the legalization of marijuana for both recreational and medical purpose, and support the creation of a responsible state market, uh, similar to Colorado, Oregon. Um, those are my favorite systems that I've been able to read about so far and get. Yeah, they're the on. ones that that like, especially like Colorado. That one's been around for a long time now. Yes. Yep. And I and I just I. It's more a freedom issue. I think people deserve it. People say, well, what about this and what about this, you know, statistic that changed on the margins and stuff. And, you know, I, it's a lot of people are using it anyway. It just is a thing. There, there's, yeah. It's, <laughs> we're not gonna, I, I don't want to live in a country anymore where we lie to ourselves and pretend huge parts of our population aren't doing huge, like, pieces of their life that they're doing. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's the same reason I, in theory, if it came up in a vote, would probably vote to legalize prostitution because prostitution's happening. And it's this thing wh- you know. while it's like something you may not be using, it's exactly. something where it's just like, yep. you shouldn't necessarily judge people that exactly are, right. especially, especially in a, if in it a, was legal. In a safe legal right. system, something. That's yeah. not to say that Gordon Hintz should have gone to the massage parlor in 2011 in Appleton. 
and get caught by the police like he did, oh. <laughs> which is part of the. Oh, I didn't mention that. That's part of my motivation oh. for running. I am trying. To uh, this keep is a, a good. Positive... This is a good point. We're in the sassy part of the episode, so we can. Okay. Yeah, we can definitely. So start people say, that why? Out. Why would I run against this guy? He's been. A, he's actually the Assembly Democratic Minority Leader. Um. So he. Some people think they get some people clout. would say it, it, he's closer to your views than sure than, yeah. than is not. Oh, than... yeah. And um, the, the thing is, I voted for Gordon Hintz twice. Mm-hmm. I was a Democrat for a long time, even if he was a little bit better on policy. He has a section. I always say it like this. He has a section of his Wikipedia labeled controversies and. I don't want to make hay of that in the same way the Republican tried to make in 2011. Mm-hmm. That was a little bit overkill. I mean, he sent mailers with like about with pants around ankles, like really some hard like dude. It's that's crazy. like yeah, it was really that, that's kind of tactless. It was really tactless. Yeah. yeah. So so and I and I also want to give people the chance to to you know change and grow and things like that. But I do like to point. I'm not going to not point it out because he was in the assembly during it and and with the other controversies. I think it's part of a larger pattern of being irresponsible and sort of shows a privilege that people like him tend to have okay Mm. so the first thing is that in 2011 now this was um either right before right after i first moved to oshkosh i moved here in march 2011 yeah and he was either i think april or february um he got caught at the massage parlor it was called heavenly touch massage parlor in appleton okay now i don't know the details i haven't pulled the police report i have to imagine the police (laughs) know their local legislators and chose that moment to go in yeah maybe they didn't i don't maybe they take it maybe it was a a just just a wrong place, wrong time. <laughs> bad, this bad, bad. But thing. he couldn't even defend it. He couldn't say he was there for this reason or that reason or a normal massage. And um, so he paid two thousand thirty-two dollars, basically immediately, um, for a sexual misconduct citation. Okay, and he apologized to his community um, and said it wasn't the sort of decision he normally makes. You know, the whole spiel. Mm-hmm. Politicians when they apologize for stuff, and that's. You know, fine. People are allowed to have hard times in their life. They're not allowed to break laws. They're certainly not allowed to break laws in the state assembly. And if I had had something similar happen to me um, in my life, I, my life wouldn't be the same afterwards. I wouldn't just be able to pay the fine and apologize. A, I couldn't afford a fine like that under any circumstances at any point in my life, really. B, for, you B, wouldn't have a platform to apologize, honestly. Yeah, exactly. And and C, my job wouldn't care. It's just not It's not the standards they have me. You know what I mean? Exactly, I, yes. Yeah, yeah. I'm just, I'm, Your regular I'm job would, would be sales that. sales job to a higher standard. I'm a customer service rep, not a your, state rep. Your, uh, what, Wisconsin is a, um, what's it called? The... The thing where they can just fire you. Uh, oh, an at will state. At will employment yeah. state. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. And um, so, yeah, I, I wouldn't have my, none of my careers, my own job itself with my customers when I had my vape stores, when I had my, my businesses, my chain of electronic cigarette shops that I had for most of my 20s, mm-hmm. or the jobs I've had lately, the supervisory jobs and um, the sales job I have now. None of these things would have been able to last if I'd made similar decisions. So Yeah, because it would have been a thing where it's it like you would. You would have worked them for a while, but eventually, right. exactly, eventually, someone been like, "Oh, I googled Jeff Jacobs, and this yeah. thing came up." Exactly, um, and and but especially the one I if I the one where I was like working at while that happened, 
would have probably imploded, right? Yes. Okay. So that didn't happen to him. He was still able to work. The next thing that happened in, in Wisconsin state political history in 2011, most of that year, was um, Scott Walker uh, and the Act 10 union protest, the union busting mm-hmm. bill from Scott Walker. And so Madison erupted. I was in Madison for a part of that. Um, oh, yeah. I remember that. Yeah. I went to Madison. I didn't take, I should have taken pictures. I wish I had pictures now of me in Madison, but, you know, I have pictures of Andrew. Chen and stuff, you know, like other people I saw that day from far away. Uh, but, um, but more people, a lot of people were there a bunch. I just wanted to be there some. And, um, Gordon Hintz was there and, and he was part of a big 60 hour debate. And at the end of a 60 hour debate, one of the, the next thing in his controversy list is there's a, a legislator. Her name is Michelle Litchens. She's a very conservative lady. I think she seems very nice, but he ended up saying to her, um, uh, basically you're fucking dead. Okay. He said Ooh. that, to, I know, right? He said that to someone, like, you're a fucking day scaled it. So, and then eventually she said it didn't make her uncomfortable, but she was perceiving it more at the larger Republican caucus as a whole and knew him a long time and didn't think, you know, they all protect themselves. But basically, he told a female colleague, she's fucking, he yelled it 60 days after the massage parlor thing. He yelled it, you're fucking Ooh. dead. Yeah, yeah. Ooh. It was either on one end or the other of the same, like, right in the same but, time but, frame. But, but both those, really both close, those things year. happen very yeah. close to yeah, each other. Exactly. And, okay, so that's not cool either. And that, to me, is more important than the than the um, massage parlor thing. Like, you know, people are allowed to make bad decisions and people break laws. And if they don't, maybe he agrees like me and doesn't think that should necessarily be a law. And so, whatever. But people need to be respectful of their colleagues. People don't send people to the Wisconsin State Assembly to shout each other down. No, ma- no matter what, what, the, di- what the, the public discourse is right now, in, or the political discourse is right now, right. it's still... It's it's shitty to be shitty to people. Exactly. It's, it, it, Gordon really... Hintz is shitty to people. Aside from that lady before who said she went to high school with him, I've had somebody come and say he used to come into Peabody's where they used to bartend all the time. It's a real popular local local bar in town mm-hmm. and they couldn't believe he was a politician. That's all she would say about it. I, I couldn't believe he was a politician. You can't believe the way he treats people, right? I had a neighbor of mine today come up and say that they would never vote for Gordon Hintz because they know his mom. And she is the same kind of way and really intelligent, but really, and really intelligent, but really rude. That's the point. It wasn't yeah. just saying she's terrible. It was, it, it's, you know, it, it's a thing these where, people where are giving they're, their they're smart, to these community but they, members, right? Exactly. They, she's they a local, feel... she works at the college or something. And, um, yeah, at any rate. Um, so, okay. So there's that. He did that stuff. Now, um, he's also never worked in anything but government, right? So there's this thing where you know, he has an MPA, he worked for Herb Cole, he worked for somebody else, he worked in the Long Beach budget department, he has only government experience in his life, right? And that's one one thing, but like, I guess, I think he should be like, a, have some fealty to the people, since yeah. he's only in his adult life ever made money off, off of the people. Off of, yeah. Right, and so, to be dismissive of the people, and I've seen him in a crowd towards a person be just, he's just smart mouth the way a lot of politicians are because they end up having to be confrontational a lot and they're smart flip in, people in, who pers- in yeah, the responses his, right okay um and so okay so i also gave him years i voted for him some in this time even i voted for that man after his situation in appleton whatever okay because he's my local democrat and i'm a democrat and you know that's you know yeah, but vote, vote down that's the party lines the team, right Just stick so, together y- unity right so <clears throat> i i slowly had a separate 
you know, switch away from the Democratic Party over time. Um, I wasn't as impressed with Obama in 2012 to where I voted for Jill Stein. But most people in my life, I said that they shouldn't vote for Romney and tried to tell them to vote for Obama. But mm-hmm. I was like, like I, I had this thing where it's like I didn't knock on all those doors to have him drone strike kids. And it's like, OK, it's more complicated than that. But you see, I but. slowly I, but but <laughs> I say yeah, that might be where the terrorists are, but it's still a hospital. Right. So it's like the life is probably complicated when you get to the high levels. And so I try not to focus on the manure of national Ge- politics and be negative geopolitical all the time. everything it, it, oh, seems right, exactly. so complicated so, so and just, it is and it's also not my job right now to to completely be well versed no your your job or your your hopeful job is to focus on state the, level issues and exactly. what we can do right and so um and so with gordon hence between the government stuff and the way he acts and stuff as far as these controversies, there was the thing is too, now those were all 2011 you say, well that's nine years ago, he's had a family since then, he has um, had his children and that's, they're beautiful and that's all wonderful okay mm-hmm. um, but last year he came up in the news again, and he seems to only come up for negative things. He, he had a friend, um, and he got in some sort of a political tiff with him on his personal Facebook, and I think he ended up lobbing the way the the way that the Journal Sentinel put it is lobbed a bunch of f bombs at his friend. But but basically, and this person might have goaded him into this situation, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and just been waiting for a chance to to do this with the Journal Sentinel. But nevertheless, he had lots of screenshots of him being very rude. To a person, to a personal person on Facebook that he knew from high yeah. school, right? It, 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 he's just not a nice man, and he and he's an MPA. He's got a master's degree in public administration, and and there's a certain subset of people who have either law degrees and MPAs and a certain level of privilege, and I think his dad was the mayor, and, and that just feel like they own our society and they control most levels of our society, right? And it's not right. So I think regular people need to run for office. I think people who aren't complete experts on everything need to run for office. I think people who consider themselves to be moral should run for office because there there is an argument to be made as um, someone who thought podcasting mm-hmm. was very very complicated. Yes. And as getting into it, it's not nearly as com- as complicated as I right. thought and something where it's just like you can learn on the fly. A little bit of governing seems that way too. Yes, where it where it, it's it's you focus on you focus yeah. on a thing, and as you go, you kind of pick up broader skills yes. and bring them into your repertoire. Now the other thing and... that I'm learning as I and I'm compared to most citizens, I'm very well very interested in politics. You know me more. Than you most have been since I've <laughs> known you. You have been the political friend. You are the yeah. friend who is not stressed is not stressed out in the same way no, by politics you no, even now with trump it doesn't. you get you you like uh even today you you talking to that guy it like i could see it visibly you were like energized from it especially yeah. afterwards you were just like yeah i thrive off that i really thrive from this whole thing i'm doing it's it's the best it feels like the best most important thing i've ever been involved in in my life it's something that it feels like it's something you were definitely like made for it. yeah made for is a nice way to put it made for is not so weird as saying meant to do but yeah yeah definitely it's 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 something that that a lot of skills in your life have kind of led you to this yes you, mm-hmm. you have always cared about politics since a young age yeah i've always cared about my community i'm from poor communities i've been very wealthy at times and very poor at times i've had a single mother and an intact family you're I'm not a, afraid I'm to a, i'm an abuse survivor i've been a homeless person i've been a business owner i have i think a very much more rounded worldview than almost anybody in politics that you and find. you're not afraid to speak up yeah 
Yeah, uh, because 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 of everything you've experienced, yeah. you, you you're Hell a person. Yeah, dude, I used to live in a car. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like some yeah. people say, isn't this rough? Isn't this bad? Isn't this? No, no, <laughs> not it, so much. Yeah, <laughs> lived in a car. Like and when I say lived in a car, it's like, oh my god, I finally got a car to live in. <laughs> like. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, like, it, I was a homeless it, the car was person, an upgrade dude, in Wisconsin, and people are like, people in California would be like, "You were homeless in Wisconsin? What do you mean?" It's because what do you mean is right? Because yeah. it's desperately cold. It's that's, May right now, and it's 40 degrees outside. That's why you got the car. <laughs> yeah. So, so, um, and and even now, I'm a renter. I'm a local, you know, um, working person. I've 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 had a lot of management experience, but I haven't let that like make me act like a person who's the boss of people when they're around me. Oh. And that's the point you, I was making a second okay. ago. Yes. Okay. You have literally been my boss before. Oh, yeah. You worked but... in my vape stores, didn't yeah. you? Yeah. yeah. Actually, you were a manager of one of my vape stores. Yes. You were and a you... general manager of one of my businesses. You've literally been my <laughs> boss. And, yeah. and it is a thing where, where even with that relationship, you met you. I I don't know if it is just because we've known each other for so long. No, it's not. But you, you still managed to yeah. keep that, that oh, relationship. Yeah. Uh, be, be like, like, um, there wasn't the a weird mm-hmm. like uh oh, power flux. power structure thing. Yeah, yeah. I have a thing where I have very good interpersonal relationships with people because I had to put a lot of work into them when I was young because it wasn't socially easy for me to get. Mostly because it's Georgia and I spoke fast. Mm-hmm. I thought I was nervous. Yeah, you know what I mean. So I have to be. I like you know, chose, I don't want to be like toot my own horn, but I chose to be like a sweet, nice person who's nice to people around them and mostly shows them respect. As you get older, you have to like man up and not do that as much and be like, you know what I mean? Also, you don't want to dick ride everybody all the time, right? But you, uh, you want to like be, you want to be courteous and I'm courteous all the time. I'm relatable, you know, what I was saying before, my point was, uh, they're keeping, here's the thing, legislators and, and larger than legislators, lawyers are keeping a piece of information from people. Everyone would benefit from having lots of assistance. Yes. <laughs> Most See, that, jobs would be much thing. better if the minutiae could be taken care of by it's some It's the whole staffer. thing of it, it, the rising tides rise, exactly. raise we all ships. We do that for the legal community and then that because of them, the, the legislators have got it too. But trust me, people out here listening, at your job, you need a little bit more help. There's some BS work that somebody should be doing on a different, you know, that should be their job. The if, Especially if you're managing a team in any way or trying to get anything important done or, you know, doing anything complicated or really any any task I can think of, well, a little yeah, bit it's, more it's... assistance and help. And specifically running offices, the idea of what a legislator does, I'll be able to get a good staff and a staff's going to be the whole thing. So people who are worried about me not, you know, being able to run my office to the same level that Gordon Hintz is able to. Don't worry about that, guys. The, the state assembly office is going to run is going to run smooth. So, um, so I think that's close. Yeah, that's going to about wrap it up. Nice. Do you have any? Uh, do you have any things? Uh, final things you want to say? Any? Nah, I'm big on climate change, rank choice, uh, rank choice voting stuff like that. I want people to check out the website and check out the rest of the platform. Ah, uh, here, give out the website again. The website again. The website again is um, Jeff. For the number four, Wisconsin.com. Um, you can also check me out on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Jeff for the number four, uh, Wisconsin.com. Uh, or, or, yeah, just Jeff for Wisconsin. And um, I encourage you, I, anybody who can hear this, I encourage you to at least like follow me on social media, um, help me get my numbers up so I seem a little bit more legitimate. If, if you have um, any input or advice, please message me if you're in the Oshkosh area uh, before the end of. Um, 
probably like the 26th of May or something, uh, please stop by my my address, my address of Camp Pain, where I'm at right now, camped out. Hashtag camp, hashtag, hashtag camp, pain. Hashtag pain is, uh, is 712 Merritt, M-E-R-R-I-T-T Avenue, Oshkosh, Wisconsin, 54901. And be a big help if uh, if you guys could consider helping me get on the ballot. And, of course, we will be bleeping out that address uh, as to protect your information. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> Sweet. <laughs> I'm really uh, glad no one will be able to find my campaign. <laughs> no, I'm, uh, I'm kidding. Yeah, um, but um, this was uh, very good. I'm very glad um, you agreed to do this. Um, as when uh you and when you first said you were doing this i this was the first thought i had was was trying uh, as the limited audience i do have i want to help as much as nice. i can and well it can't be bad for for either of us and it's it's nice to be able to like put a lot of these political ideas into you know into words and also mm-hmm. to get used to this sort of an environment to being interviewed you know what i mean uh it, th- this is definitely a lot us. lower pressure yes, of an interview that than than um I don't know. The Ion uh, what, is who's be? that guy? Who's that guy? Um, that's an inappropriate joke to make that I won't make. Thank um, you, sir. <laughs> yes, sir. Politics now. We're on it. Here's um, the thing, America. I'm here for you, and I'm not gonna let him. <laughs> <laughs> Let kidding. me make some some bad <laughs> some bad podcast. taste jokes. Yeah. Just the really. Well, uh, um, yeah. So, uh, this is this has been wonderful. I'm I'm yeah. Like I said, I'm very glad you agreed to do this. Yeah. Uh, I wish you the best of luck. I appreciate you giving me the chance and the platform to talk for a while. And and if there is anyone in the Oshkosh area, um, between now, which I would say this is probably coming up. Uh, May 17th or 18th. Right. So if you can come in uh, between then and when's the final date again? The final date, like I need the signatures into Madison by June 1st. I need to make an appointment for that. So I could probably accept them all the way to like, you know, the 26th, 7th, 8th. Okay. Um, I'm not sure. If somebody calls me and says I can get there on the 28th, I'm not going to not accept their help. Yeah. <laughs> you so see, but I'd like to knock this out as quickly tw- as I can. 26. I camped out for 11 days once I hit 20. I'm be pretty tired of it. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, yeah. I don't know if we fully explained that fully explained that you tent. are literally. Yeah. We are recording right now inside a tent. If you do hear cars drive past, that is because we are outside right now yeah. in a tent. Yeah, I encourage you to follow my story on social media and what I've tried to do to make the ballot. Um, I've tried to do it in a socially responsible way. It's been really difficult, but I'm really proud that I, you know, didn't still go door to door during the safer at home order or whatever. You, you. This is definitely a very unique way, um, and I do think it is a way that, like, like even today, the guy that that came in today said he saw you a few days ago, and then finally was just like, "Yeah, I'm gonna check out what this yep. guy's about." Yep. I have high hopes for the next few days. That's nice. So, oh yeah, especially now that the, the yeah the weather yep. like the past couple of days it was kind of rainy and stuff, but now that the wet like especially today nice. the weather was. I'm really hoping it holds. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Well, thanks, man. Yep. Um, so until next time, uh, I've been with uh, Jeff Jacobs. Yeah. yeah. And Candidate for Assembly in Oshkosh, Wisconsin, District 54. Yeah. I want to thank him for being here. Thank you. Thank you for having me. And uh, until next time, I've been Merrill. And I guess I'll... Tell s- Eric Yankee that I miss him. <laughs> I will t- t- tell Eric that you miss him. Dude. Uh, but we'll see you in the swamp. 
because I guess that, that's just how we end the episodes. Bro, see you in the swamp is fly. Yeah. Get it. Oh, we also say pizza. Swamp Things I Hate About You is now available on Apple Podcasts. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe. And remember, only dumb kids dream.